end of it. I'll bring it walk to the meet again. And I feel else. You know, now I tell me no little thought and I got. She's never knew enough for yourself, isn't it? Says you see so no one is the liar. That's the earth me. Hey, Devin, this is Cooper. I just wanted to say congratulations on two years of this podcast is a ritual. Thank you for plucking us out of time by putting us back into time, through time, all the time. All right, toodaloo. Big hugs. If you're listening to this, the magic found you. Hi, I'm Devin Person, and I'm a wizard. Yes, hello, wizard. This is Heather from Minnesota. Hey, my name is Eva, and I'm from Minneapolis. Hi, this is Jacob from Syracuse, New York. Hi, Mr. Wizard. Hello, Devin. Hi, this is Lilith. Hey, this is Andy Rocco. Hello, Devin. Devin. What's up? Hey, Devin. This is Natalie. Hi. Uh, this is Lunchbox. Hi, Devin. Um, my name's Vicky. Hello. Hi. Hey, buddy. It's uh, Adam, the Dream Wizard. Hi, Devin. This is Karen. Hey, Devin. It's Dan, the uh, Synchronicity Guy. Hello, Wizard. Hey, Wizard Person. Hi. Hi, Devin. Hey there, Wizard. Oh, Wizard Hotline. Uh, this is Dan from Wondrous Works Tarot. Hey, Devin. It's Jason Collings. Hi, Devin. This is Philip English. <clears throat> Hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me in this special place outside of time and space, inside the magic of this podcast as a ritual. Wherever and whenever you're listening to this, right now, it's November 30th, 2020. Or is it? Today is November 30th, 2018. And four years ago today, I did a ritual to become a wizard. That's me, two years ago, at the opening ceremony of this podcast as a ritual, kickstarting the magic that brought us all together to this moment right now. That day also happened to be the four-year anniversary of my original ritual to become a wizard, which makes today the six-year anniversary of that ritual. Six years ago, I filled a hiking backpack with candles, strobe lights, nitrous oxide, and assorted ritual supplies, and rode the subway to a rehearsal studio in Midtown Manhattan where I had reserved a small room. Normally, this space held piano lessons, choir additions, improv classes, and the like. But on that day, I was using my hour of rented time to tape a pentagram onto the floor and conjure the most wizardly future self I could imagine to aid me in my quest. I was alone in that room, dreaming of a future that felt so audacious and weird and impossible that I didn't know if I could do it. But it was also so audacious and weird and impossible, I knew I had to try. On that day, my name wasn't Devin Person. I didn't have white hair, fancy robes, or even a beard. But I knew that I loved talking to people about magic, about why the world wags and what wags it. While trying to chart out precisely how I was going to become a wizard felt very, very overwhelming, 
I figured if I took a leap of faith and trusted the magic, good things would come with time. And six years later, I can say that worked out pretty well. At the very least, I now have white hair, fancy robes, and a beard. But six years isn't that much time in the grand scheme of things. So let's hear from someone with even more perspective. Hi, Devin. This is Karen, and I love your podcast because you remind me to re-enchant my world every single day. And lately, that's kind of hard to remember. I wanted to let you know that years and years ago, like maybe 25, when I started first looking into a way to re-enchant my world, there was so many overwhelming thoughts. And was I going to pick the right one? Or was I going to meet the right people? And I hear this with some of the people that leave you messages. So all of this stuff was in my head, and there was a voice. It wasn't really a small voice because the din in my head was so much, but it told me, you have what you need within you. And it repeated that because I don't get stuff the first time. So I wanted to let you know, and maybe some of your listeners know, that even 25 or 30 years later, when I did all the Reiki courses and I did all the animal communication courses and someone read back to me this pedigree that sounds like a new age freak, the thing that I remember was what I needed was really within me. And that was the hardest thing to find in the midst of working and taking care of parents and the stresses of life. But actually, it was the one thing that I always remembered to look back on. And so everything that's come to me since then, including your podcast, was a reminder to look within me to make a difference. And so I wanted to let you know that, that I think of it when I hear your podcast. Very best wishes to you, and thank you for doing what you do. And you can use this online. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much for that reminder, Karen. I think it's one we all need, myself included. Wise words and epiphanies are slippery eels, so every time we catch them, they're destined to slip out of our grasp sooner than later and need to be caught again. Six years on from my original ritual, I can look back and see the peaks, the moments of triumph and luck and astounding synchronicity. But I can also remember the many, many valleys and the long periods I spent wandering around going, how the fuck do I become a wizard? What does being a wizard of the 21st century even mean? Which brings us to this episode's magic word. Wizard person. Uh, My name is Gil. I am also a nascent wizard, or at least like to consider myself such. And I just want to share a magic word with you. Uh, That word is mean. One, two, three. Mean. I choose mean because it is such a funny and multifarious word. It is, you know, something we tell people who are purposefully harmful to others or someone suffering from meager spirits. It is a mathematical neutral meaning, now averaging a series of numbers, and it is also a word which I have used because it is the word that defines importance and significance in any given person, place, or thing. What do I mean by this? I don't know. But what I'd like to do, or what I like to do, is 
Seed meaning as a seed that is grown within the empty vessel that is this thing we call the self and grow it into something beautiful and slightly better. Just wanted to share that with you and let you know that the magic has indeed found me and I'm doing my best to, well, aid it in finding others. Thank you. You are incredibly important and special. Farewell. See meaning as a seed that is grown within the empty vessel that is this thing we call the self and grow it into something beautiful and slightly better. Wow. Thank you, Gil, for aiding the magic in finding others and helping me see new meanings in meaning. I love the metaphor of a seed. A seed is not a button that we can push and blammo, now it's a plant. A seed is a naturally occurring process that we aid and abet, but one that also requires patience and cannot be rushed. A seed is a beginning, just like a wish or a ritual that grows in the strange substance of space-time. This podcast is a ritual as a seed. It was planted two years ago in a room in the hearts and minds of the 42 people who gathered there to participate in the opening ceremony. And the seed sprouted, and it grew, episode by episode, as its digital tendrils snaked out and planted themselves in new hearts and new minds, new listeners and new participants, bringing us all together to experience magic in new ways. Hello, Wizard Hotline. Uh, this is Dan from Wondrous Works Tarot. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning me in and showing me that magic doesn't have to be, um, you know, sitting alone in your room, reading old books with your eyes closed, trying to see colors. <laughs> and uh, instead, we can, um, you know, try to make uh, make some more connections in the space time here. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. Keep it up. While I'd never dismiss the powerful magic of reading books with your eyes closed, I'm so grateful for you calling in, Dan, creating this connection, and reminding us that magic is more than words on paper. Since launching the podcast and starting this ritual, connection has become one of my favorite magic words. I think magic is a social phenomenon, in that it works best when it involves others, be they human, spirit, or other. This time last year, I was sitting at a bed and breakfast outside of Bardstown, Kentucky, listening to the incredible folks who called in to offer their voices to the one-year anniversary spectacular, trying to find the right words to convey how much this connection mattered to me. Let's take a listen. Okay, so we're one year in. And maybe you're wondering, what are you up to, wizard? Why do you care so much about creating these connections? Well, I'll tell you. I think we're being atomized. I think we're being separated into individual experiences that build walls around us and prevent us from connecting, that make it difficult to have conversation. Each of us is becoming more and more isolated in our social media spheres and our streaming television bubbles where algorithms determine the content that we connect with, which can then make it difficult to connect with the other people around us. Damn. Okay, look, I know I'm a wizard and everything, but wow, those are some prophetic words. I mean, this year has 
exponentially increase that process with a global pandemic pushing everyone indoors and into ever increasing isolation. And that's why I'm so fucking grateful for all of you participating in this, for listening, for calling the wizard hotline and for creating connections that yes, while we're still using wires and Wi-Fi, feel far more human than our normal diet of algorithmically curated content. So here are your own words of wizardly wisdom, of magic, blessings, joy, and good tidings. Hi. Um, so I'm a mom of three kids, and I never really thought I'd be calling a wizard hotline. <laughs> But here I am. And I love your podcast. I forgot how I even found out about it, but it brings me a lot of joy. Hey, it's the Dream Wizard again. Just calling because I was thinking about how I wanted to share with everyone how with sacred intention and careful attention, you too can find magic. All right. Love you. Hey there, wizard. I suppose I'm just asking for a quick blessing, and by speaking it into existence, it uh, just feels like it's coming to light more and more. Chop wood, carry water, and may the X Factor be with you. This great podcast has allowed me to realize the unlimited, limitless potential of myself, of the human mind, of the great spiritual energy to be found in this world and in these musings i've also discovered that i myself am ridiculously powerful for i've always been here and i will be here until the end of time and that fact brings great strength and the courage to continue forward through any challenges and i thank you for awakening me to this realization. Thank you. Hey, Devin, it's Jason calling from Future Imperfect SF Book Club. Just want to thank you for all of you do, all that you do. Um, and then put out a big old magic spell for empathy and understanding and peace for the whole world. Um, so putting that out there, see what happens. Just made some bread and uh, installed a new faucet. So we're doing okay over here. Now, while I'm deeply grateful for these kind words and blessings, I feel it's important to reflect on magic's other side. The shadow that obscures it from view, the slippery nature that requires us to grasp after it again and again. And I couldn't imagine a better way to present this conundrum than this next call. Hey, so I'm watching a squirrel eat some peanuts I just set out right now while I'm talking, which I think is a good foundation for this. I just wanted to say I really appreciate your wizardry, the magic that's on this podcast. And uh, I'd love for you guys to talk a little more about, too, how to access that magic in daily life. Because some days, like right now when I'm sitting watching this squirrel, it just feels so right there. And then other days, I could see 42 squirrels pass. It wouldn't matter. And I wouldn't feel it. So are there any techniques you guys use? to let yourself see what is. Thanks. This is such a great foundation for this question, mainly because I move into a new neighborhood this year that is absolutely overrun by squirrels, and I fucking love it. 
I get so much joy from watching those wily little fuckers bounce around the branches and chase each other around tree trunks. Watching squirrels has become my daily moment of zen, and I absolutely get what you mean when you say, some days you can watch the squirrels and feel the magic of every moment, and other days, where where did that magic go? Was it ever really there? Are we just deluded fools? And yet, those two experiences sit side by side. In fact, it's the same squirrels running by. And I'm dismayed when it fails to spark joy. When I feel like I was just holding the magic in my hands, and now I have no idea where it went, and I have to walk around the house checking my coat pockets and looking in the couch cushions to see if I can find it again. So how do we hold on to the magic and never let it go? Again, the squirrels are the secret. We can think of reality as an enormous tree with infinite branches stretching out into all that could possibly be. And so today, November 30th, 2020, is one point on the tree. I can look down and see November 30th, 2018, see myself speaking to a crowd and starting this podcast, and I can peer further down the trunk and see November 30th, 2014, and watch myself performing the ritual that turns me into a wizard. But the tree branches. It's not just a straight line. There's not one single future we're all destined to move towards. We're like the squirrels, bounding across different branches, moving between possibilities. So while we think of time as moving forwards and backwards, magic moves side to side. I can sit on a park bench, watching the squirrels, feeling joy and wonder and magic, or I can sit on that same park bench, watching those same squirrels, with the exact same set of external circumstances and feel existential despair and misery and fantasize about killing myself. And the trick, which I've by no means mastered, is to remind yourself that those other branches exist, running in parallel to your own, and that you can leap between them. Which of course doesn't mean on the worst day of your life when your dog just got run over, you're going to snap your fingers and be right as rain, but that on those days when you're looking at the squirrels and feeling nothing, you can remember, you can remind yourself that there's another branch that's not far away at all. That's a branch that's just slightly better than the one you're on. And with a leap of faith, you can move towards the magic. Hi, Devin. This is Philip English. And I'm just calling because I want to sing you a Baldur's song, uh, which is runic chant aimed at making your reality and the reality of anybody else who listens to it slightly better.
you. I love your podcast, and I'm so glad to be able to uh, engage with it. I'm your wizard, Devin Person. And normally I'd say, I believe in you, your magic is real, but I'll let my good friend Stive Mage say it better than even I can. In 1968, Ursula K. Le Guin wrote in The Wizard of Earthsea, Infinite are the arguments of mages. A year later, another female wizard, Buffy St. Marie, sung in her anthem, Magic is Afoot, Service is but magic, moving through the world, and mind itself is magic, coursing through the flesh, and flesh itself is magic, dancing on a clock, and time itself the magic length of God. In 1977, Bob McDill, Alan Reynolds, and Crystal Gale said, we must believe in magic. Now, the all-star wizard Devin Person tells podcast listeners, I believe in you. Your magic is real. Thank you, Devin, for being truly magical. Your friend in the former Yugoslavia, Sive Mage. Stay with them 
magic is afoot It cannot come to harm It rests in an empty palm It spawns in an empty mind But magic is no instrument Magic is the end Many men drove magic But magic stayed behind Many strong men lied They only passed through magic And out the other side Many weak men lied They came to God in secret And though they left him nourished They would not tell who healed Though mountains danced before them They said that God was dead Though his shrouds were hoisted The naked God did live This I mean to whisper to my mind This I mean to laugh within my mind This I mean my mind to serve Till service is but magic Moving through the world And mind itself is magic Coursing through the flesh And flesh itself is magic Dancing on a clock And time itself The magic length of God Thank <laughs> you.